Good evening. Hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Ksubis, Daf Chav Beis, and we're learning part of Daf Chav Gimel Amidalev. The reason we're only learning part of Daf Chav Gimel Amidalev was because I realized at 7 o'clock that it's Thursday. So I prepared a little bit of Daf Chav Gimel Amidalev. We'll stop about halfway down and we'll, we'll pick up the rest on uh, just a long day. Okay. It's just what it is. It's just what it is. We'll get to it. Three lines from the bottom. On Chafalaf on the base, we are discussing cases of the integrity of either the Chasima or the star itself. Says the Gemara on the first of the long lines. There are three Dayanim who had as a task to decide whether or not the star was kosher. And one of the Dayanim had a claim against him. We'll see what that claim was. Up until the time that they've signed, they, the two, good Dayanim can paskin on the good guy, on the third guy, the, the guy who had an ear ear, and say, no, 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 he's really fine, and then they can sign. However, Misha Chasmu, once Chasimas were already in place, so then, they've signed already, and now it's it's not right. They signed, and then the ear ear came out. It's not, it's not right at that point. We cannot say, go back at this point once they've signed, because they signed under an assumption that the, fir- the third aid was already kosher, and he wasn't necessarily kosher at that time. So it says the Gemara, wait a second, ear ear demai, what was the problem? If the concern is that the, the one of the Dayanim stole, it's a very low bar for a Dayan. But that, let's just say that it happened. Let's say that, it, that he stole something. So then that's Treyu training. That won't work because then there are witnesses that saw him steal and two Dayanim say that he's kosher. That's two on two. That would be that would not be kosher. And uh, the Gemara says on the top of and if what we're saying is that somebody questioned his yichus, so then that doesn't count at all. That's just people talking. It doesn't really necessarily mean anything. So what really is the case over here? What was the ir era alechad mehem? What was it that they said about one of these dayanim? Says the Gemara, Really what we're saying is that he stole something. The Ka'amre, and what are the other two dayanim saying about him? The Ka'amre, we know that he did tshuva. So then they are allowed to uh, say about him that he's in fact kosher. That was the first case that Rabbi Abba said in the name of Rav Huna Amar Rav. Says the Gemara four lines down. Amar Rabbi Zeira, Ha Milsa Rabbi Abba Shmieli. I heard something beautiful from Rabbi Abba, and Ve'ilav Rabbi Abba Demin Ako Shechachte. And if, if not for another person whose name was Rabbi Abba, I totally would have forgotten about it. What was it that Rabbi Abba said to Rabbi Zeira? Gimel Shiyashvu Lekai Mesashtar Umeisechad Mehen. There's three Dayanim. And their job is to adjudicate on a star to determine at that, as to whether or not it's kosher. And one of the three Dayanim dies. Tzrich and Lemichta, what the remaining two Dayanim need to do is they need to write the following. B'mosav Tlasa Havena, we were sitting three. And then B'chad Sohi, and now one of them isn't. In other words, they had to be transparent about what took place. Amar of Nachman bar Yitzchak, the Kasa Bey, Shtara Danan, Nafak Lekadmana, Beidina, Sulotzarech. They could also write another language. They could write Shtara Danan, this particular star, Nafak Lekadmana, that came out from our Bezdin, Beidina. It came from our Bezdin. So says the Gemara, that also works. Sulotzarech. Says the Gemara, that's not so simple because the Dilma Bezdin Chatzufu, we learned about this once before. I don't remember where. Oh, maybe this will tell me. No, no, I don't remember where. But the case was of a Bezdin Chatzuf. What's a Bezdin Chatzuf? Uchid Shmuel. 
The din is that if you have two dayanim who paskin on a case that really requires three dayanim, so the halacha is that the, their, their psak counts, their dayanus counts, and they could verify a star, whatever they're doing. However, it's called a bezdin chatzav. So it says the Gemara, how can it be that this, sec, that this language works? That either of these languages that we're saying, two Dayanim were there and the third one died, or the second language is it came from Bezdin. Maybe this Bezdin's only two people. So it says mm-hmm. the Gemara, Ashi. Really, we're talking about the Bezdin of Ravashi. There's another Mesechus Ksubis on the wall if you'd like. So it says the Gemara, if they quote the name of the great Ravashi or any Dayan who's like him, so then that's considered kosher. We know that that's not a Bezdin Chatzav. And then the Gemara says, Maybe the rabbis, the Dayanim, who uh, work under Ravashi, maybe they would say that this is a Bezdin Chatzav like Shmuel. Says the Gemara, no. Ravashi was the one who told us to write this star, or it says in the star, Ravashi said that this star is good, and therefore, because he is a Gavri Rabbah, he is not a Chatzav, and he would not allow for a Bezdin Chatzav to, uh, to take place. Very good. New Mishnah. Ha'isha She'amra, a woman says, incriminating herself, Eishes Ishaisi, Ugrushani. She said initially, I was married, which means she's off the market. And then she says, Ugrushani, but now I'm divorced. Those two sentences, she's Ne'emenes. Why? She incriminated herself, as it were. She took herself off the market, Pesha Asar. She put herself back on the market, Pesha Hitir. So she's trusted. However, uh, if she wasn't the one who put herself off the market, who took herself off the market, but rather, Adim said, uh, 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 you, you're married. And then she responds and she says, then we don't believe her. In other words, we can employ she can take herself off the market and put herself on the market. But if someone else takes her off the market, she cannot put herself back on the market. That's not allowed. That is not that's Edus. And she's one person against Edim. That does not work. Same principle. I was held captive. But I remain to Hora. When a woman says she's held captive, we assume that her captors were not righteous at all. We assume she was violated. However, if she says Nishbesi, and then she says to Horani, the din is she's Ne'emenes, same principle, Shapesha Asar, Huapesha Hitir. But what if she wasn't the one who admitted that she was in Nishbase? If she was. Uh, if she was in uh, in captivity, but she wasn't the one who said it. There were Adim who said it, and then she said, "No, no, no. You're, I mean, you're right. I was, I was in captivity, but but they didn't, they didn't violate me. So then, Ainanemenes. Why? Because again, we no longer are using the mechanism of Pesha Asar who Pesha Adim. If these Adim only showed up after she was married to say, well, this is a machlokas. We're going to learn this in tomorrow's in Shabbos's Gemara. But if she were to say. Uh, if she were to get married and then Adim would show up, so then the din is harezu lotetze. Then she does not have to get divorced. The Gemara is going to ask, is this line of the Imishanisa is bo Adim going on the Resha or on the Seifa? And we'll discuss that on Shabbos. When it says Tahora, is that only with regards to a Kohen maybe? Because in any event, if she's a captive, it's, it's an onus in any event. So what difference does it make if she's Tahora or not? Two words. 
Could be. I didn't even. I didn't even. I didn't even look at that. But it could be. Torani shaloniv alti laoved kochavim. That she. That's what Rashi says. That she never. And Rashi says she's ne'emenes. Rashi says she's muteres lekohen. Right. He is. That's what Rashi says. I think every time we've spoken about pigeon about a woman who is nishbase, I think that's the word we've used. I think in Yavamos too, when we saw it, I'm pretty sure. I don't have an eidetic memory like that, but I'm pretty sure that that's. I feel like I don't have much of a memory at all, actually, after you've almost but uh, think about it, doesn't it? Because she didn't do anything wrong at all. She didn't. And she, the only restriction she would have is a is a coin, correct? That's in the first case when it's Pesha Us or Pesha Hitir. If she says Nishbesi, but to Horani, then yes, she's muteris to a coin. If Adim comes, yeah, yeah, it's only when she says it. If Adim are the ones who put her down for the count, then that's not, then we don't trust her to come. So the Gemara opens halfway down on Chav Beis The Gemara says, This principle which permeates our Mishnah, that a person could take themselves off the market and put themselves back on the market from where would we know this din in the Torah? And we know that it's a din del Raisa because our Mishnah is dealing with din del Raisa. We allow for a woman to marry a Kohen that should otherwise be Aser, even though she said Nishbesi. Says the Gemara, because we have a Pasuk in Chumash. Shine'emar, the Pasuk reads, when she said, when a man says about his daughter, my daughter is married, and he takes a long delay in the Pasuk, the second he says she's married, she's Asura to everybody. And then she says, she becomes Muteris to that man. Oh, so that's Pesha Asar, Pesha Hitir. So says the Gemara, Lamalikra, Svarahu, he. He who uh, asra who sharila says the Gemara. That's kind of strange. Really, pesha asar pesha hitir is a svara. It's not based on a pasuk in chumash, and the Gemara accepts this. Namely, pesha asar pesha hitir is logical. Why is it any more logical than edus? It's not more logical than edus, but edus is too hard for her to overcome. Because if she has two Adams saying that she was Nishbase, the Adus implies that she had Tash Mishamita. She's now going against the Chazaka, the assumption of being Nishbase, of being a captive. And therefore, we assume she had Tash Mishamita even against her own claims. But when she is the Pesha Asar, she can then be the Pesha Hitir. And the Gemara says that that is a Svara. And then the Gemara says, okay, well then what's with the Pasuk? Eloki Isrich Kra, Lichad Ravhuna Amarav. With the Pasuk of, uh, uh, of Esbitina Sati Loishazeh, so says the Gemara, De Amar Ravhuna Amarav, two thirds of the way down, Minayin Le'av, Shene'eman Le'esores Bito Minatora. How do we know that a father is able to restrict his daughter from all other men in the world? Shene'emar Esbitina Sati Loish. What is about the word Hazeh? What about Haishazeh? So says the Gemara, Hazeh Lamali, Mi Boile Lichadatani Rebiona, a side din that has to do with Hilchos Yavamos, the Tani Rebiona, Esbitina Sati Lo Ishazeh, Hazeh Beloliyavam, that the dinim of that Pasuk, which are speaking about Onshin, about uh, Aknas, not for now, we'll talk about it another time, that is uh, for a regular man, but Beloliyavam, it precludes a Yavam. The Brysa reads five lines before the wide lines on Chav Bezim Adal of Tanu Rabbanon. Haisha Sha'amra, Eishas Ish Ani, now, now, this is not, I used to be a captive and now I'm not. This is a woman saying I'm two things at the same time. I'm an Eshashish and a Pnuya. That's not possible. That's not possible. Says the Gemara, strangely, Ne'emenes. Says the Gemara, we believe her. 
Asks the Gemara, that's impossible. She treated herself like a chaticha de isura. When a woman says about herself that she's an ish, she's done for. She cannot marry anybody else. She can only be with the man that she's currently married to. So why is she ne'emenes? And the Gemara here speaks about a very important halachic principle called amasla. The Gemara says, She said something with a very good reason, even though it wasn't true. And so when she said, ish, that I'm married, she didn't actually mean it. And she had a real deeper reason why she said what she said. And if she does that, then we trust both of her statements, even though the first one wasn't true. I, if she says that she's an ish, we should trust her, but it's an amasla. We'll see what that means in a moment. And says the Brisa as follows to support this idea of Rava Barabuna, Tanya Namihachi, two lines before the wide lines. What does the Brisa read? Amra ish ani amra penuya ani The Brisa says that if a woman puts herself in both camps, the camp of being married and the camp of being single in the same breath, she's not ne'emenes. Ah, but then the then the brisa qualifies. But if she gave a rationale, uh, an excuse as to why she said what she said, then she is ne'emenes, which was the statement of Rava Baravuna. What is an example of this? First long line. She was an adult. She was a beautiful woman. And everybody is sending suitors, trying to get her, get to trying to marry her. Everyone, oh, I have perfect shidduch for you. Resume, resume, resume. Everybody is trying to, to court her. So she got annoyed. I'm engaged already. Now, she didn't, she wasn't engaged. She was just trying to get everyone to back off. And then Liyamim, after she told everyone she was Mikudeshes, word spread that she was Mikudeshes. And then, uh, then fine. And then it ended up being Liyamim a couple days later, then she found the guy that she wanted. She turned the tables. She went over to a guy and said, I'm actually not engaged, but all of these crazies, but you're a good guy. Would you like to marry me? Hmm. Fine. So then the Gemara says, How can you get engaged? After all, you just said that you're Mikudeshes. And she responds, when I kept being approached by suitors, by people who are not shy for me, Amarti, get away from me. You all have ulterior motives. I may be a beautiful woman, but you're not shy to me. It's not shy. And then, now that there are guys that are shy to me, so then I'm going to tell them the truth. And I'm going to tell them I only said Mikudashas because I had a secondary motive, which a primary motive to get them away from me. And what was this rule? So this case scenario where a woman establishes in one breath that she's both married and single, if she had a reason why she said that she was married, no problem. Then we don't say that it's Pesha Asar, we don't even have to get, we don't even enter into it. And Amasla is, it pulls out the carpet from Pesha. She's not Asar at all. All she was doing was saying, get away from me, I'm married. I'm married, I'm engaged, get away from me. So that's what the Gemara was saying, is that an Amasla works. This actually applies in Hilchos Nida, comes up there as well, but for another time. We're at the very bottom uh, of the page on Chavbeis and Beis, excuse me, two lines from the bottom. Says the Gemara, If a woman says, I'm a Nida, would we apply the same rule of Amasla and say, hey, 
uh, the wife says, I'm Anita. And then she says, right, right, I'm Anita. And then an hour later, I'm not Anita. Do we believe her or not? So do we apply the rule of Amasla here too? If she has a motivator, uh, then does that help? So says the Gemara, Omar le af bezu. Imnosna, turning to the top of Oh, so the problem here seems to be nothing at all. We don't care about Nida. We don't care about Nekudeshes. We don't care about Eshazish. As long as there was a was something motivating her to say what she said, then it was all as if it didn't ever happen. However, this was taught to Shmuel 40 times. But when it came to his own wife, when she, if she ever said the phrase of Tmeani, he's like, okay, you're, you're going to be Tmei until you again go to the mikvah. Okay, she can go right now. She can go right now. It's fine. She can go jump back in the water. She has to do a vika, whatever. She, but she can go get in the water again and she'll be fine. That's okay. No problem at all. Next, Brisa. Tanu Rabbanon, three lines down, Chaf Beis, Amud Beis. Shnayim Omrim Meis, Ushnayim Omrim Lo Meis. We have two witnesses that say that her husband died. These are Yavamos cases. I think they're Yavamos cases, yes. They're, the two people said that uh, her husband died and two people said he did not die. Or Shnaim Omrim Niskarsha, but Shnaim Omrim Lo Niskarsha. Two people say she's divorced and two people say she's not divorced. In these two cases of the possible death and the possible divorce, she should not get married. However, but if she gets married, she doesn't need to get divorced. We'll question this in a moment. Rebbe Nachem Bar Yossi argues and says she should get divorced in these two cases. When is it that I say that she should get divorced? Says the Gemara, They should get divorced if Edim came first to say what the answer was, and it was a bad answer, and she still got married. Then you broke the rules. But if you got married, and only afterwards the Edim showed up to say, really, you shouldn't get married, then we say no. Then we, that it's, it's two Edim against one against two Edim, but here she's already married and she can stay married. So says the Gemara, how, how is it possible in this latter case where we're saying that um, what was the case where we're saying that we're not sure if the person is dead or, or if she's divorced. What kind of svara is that? If you have two people saying a certain scenario and two people arguing that scenario and the difference is whether or not she's eligible for marriage, how can you ever stay married? That should at the very least be a, a korban asham talui every time they sleep together because we don't really know. She might be an Ashish. Her husband might be alive. If she's not Niskarsha, she's married. And if her husband's not dead, she's married. It's Trey, Trey, Trey. So how can you ever say, Lo Seitze? How can you ever say that you need to? So says the Gemara, because she married one of the Edim. That Ed saw Beinaim with his own two eyes. I know the guy's dead. I saw it myself. Whether or not the Edus was Niskabel and Bezin's a different Shaila. But by him, he doesn't have to do anything in regards to a, a korban because he's 100% sure he saw this guy nosedive out of a plane without a parachute. Conversation's over. So by him, it's a nothing. He, he doesn't have to worry about Asham Talui. Fine. By him, he witnessed it. He gufa be Asham Talui kaima. But what about her? She doesn't know for sure. As it relates to her, she didn't witness what the aid witnessed. As it relates to her, she still has tray with tray. So says the Gemara, the Omeris Barili. She says, I'm a thousand percent sure because 
whatever her svar is. I know my husband would have called me. I know I, we, have, we have contingency plans in place. We, I know, I just know 100%. So this is very unique. Listen to this. Even though the Bezdin didn't paskin which, which tray, which pair of Edom was correct. But if these two get married as Bari, with Vadai claims because the aide saw the death and the woman knows her husband is dead, even though Bezdin hasn't decided if they can stay married. That's allowed. They stay married. That's yeah, crazy. Well, yeah, the word Chazak is very dangerous here because the Chazak is that she's married. Yeah. So the nafkamina is that a korban asham talui is only brought when we're not sure if we violated an Isr Daraisa. And when it's tre utre, every time this couple sleeps together, he is potentially sleeping with an Eshazish. So he's a Vadai because he witnessed the murder. He's one of the Aiden. She is not an aide, but she knows her husband. She's a Bari. She knows her husband's dead. So even though Bezin hasn't poskined yet, they got married and they shouldn't have. Would the court say he's no and That's a great question. That's a great question. Why isn't the aid no gay abadavar? When it comes to? So there, the nafkamina here might be that he gave the aidus first and then they got engaged. I'm just making that up, but I, I could come up with an answer. That's a good question. I, the question's better than my answer. I'm just saying it's a possible answer. Well, there could be a get, like when someone goes to war. Conditional get. 30 days. Right. Be right. But in this case, that can't like, that can't be it here because we're only working off of the aegis of whether or not they were divorced or the aegis of whether or not he died. So the scenario remains a suffake eshesish as it relates to Bezdin, because Bezdin didn't paskin yet. But each of the couple, the aide who witnessed the death of her husband and the woman who's a bari, I mean, it sounds like a it sounds like a bad movie where they ended up getting married, even though the Aegis wasn't. That's what it sounds like. But that's Ladina. That's how it plays out. Well, what was that police about? Not only if you see the nose, the face, or yeah. the whole thing. Is that only for Aegis for Basin? Or is what that... does that mean? It's just to verify the death of the man. We have right. to see. But so if this guy is Bari that he fell out of an airplane or whatever, that he doesn't do <laughs> this. Oh. Oh, so no, I'm sure there are halachic assumptions uh, of death. I'm sure there are. I don't know what they are, but like above, oh, we're creating that scenario. He's asking. We're, we we know that. That's our. That's the the assumption of the Gemara is about his head fell off. The assumption of the Gemara is clear, decapitated, decapitated. He's done. But there are there are other shilas like you're saying, jumping out of the buildings on 9 11. Well, beautiful Duke. Yeah, I probably taught it. I just don't remember. <laughs> Memory thing. Let's go. The Gemara says third of the way down. Amar of Yochanan. Similar case. Shnayim omrim meisu shnayim omrim lo meis harezu lotinase bim niseis lotetze. So what's the case? We have a case of two people who say that the husband died and two say he didn't die. You should not get married, and then you, should, you also don't have to get divorced if the average you get married. Shnayim omrim niskarsha. Ushnaim omrim loni skarsha, harezu lotinase. 
However, over here, so he deviates from the previous Gemara. In the previous Gemara, we had the same halachos for the cases of Mace and Gerushin. Here we have a difference in the Bidyevid scenarios. In the case of Shnaim Omrim Mace, Shnaim Omrim Lomace, Bidyevid, if he gets married, he doesn't have to get divorced. However, if there are two Edim who say she got divorced and two Edim who say she didn't get divorced, then there, the Imni says, Tete Bidyevid, she does have to get divorced. So asks the Gemara, Maishna Resha, Umaishna Seifa. Why is it that in the Resha, in the case of the potential death of her husband, where the Edus is split, we say that Bidyevich, she can stay married. But when it comes to Gerushin, Bidyevich is Tetze. That's the Gemara's question. Three answers. Here's answer number one, just about halfway down. Amar Abaye, Tirgama Be'ed Echad. We're not looking at this case correctly. Really, it's one aid. However, Eid Echad Omer Meis, Hemnu Rabbonin Really, Mitzias is that there was only one aid over here. When we trust one aid, that aid is equivalent to two people. Now, Uchede Ula, all of this aligns with the Shita of Ula. De Omar Ula, Komakom Shemina Torah Echad, Harekan Shnai. The Haidik Omar Lomes, the second aid who showed up to say, no, 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 he didn't die. So says the Gemara, the reason why in the Resha, where we have the Bidyevid case of whether or not, of whether or not he died. So the first aid who testifies becomes an equivalent to two Edim. But when the second aid testifies as Hakhasha, he's treated as one against two, even though there's only one in both cases. But because, <coughs> because the first aid when he showed up, he was equated to two. When the second aide showed up, it was one against two, and he lost. So therefore, B'diyavid, you can stay married. Asks the Gemari, Forget about B'diyavid. Let them stay married. Let them get married. Who cares? It's one aide who's really two against one aide who's really one. against Let them get married. Says the Gemara, Taka, you're right, but it's not from. Says the Gemara, Mishum deravasi. Damaravasi haser mimacha ikshus peh belazus vasaim harchek mimeka. This is not the right move. There are times it's novel b'shusa Torah. It's mutter. But people are going to say really not nice things about you. If somebody shows up and says, I saw your husband's alive. I saw him in Walmart. So Ladina, you could marry that person, but you shouldn't. Oh, that's not a simple psak. Especially if you love the person. Especially, especially, especially all this. I'm just saying it's not a simple psak. And it's also, what, what is this? What halachic, what is this? Is it, is it a feel good? So you have to get into the Rishonim here. This is where we need, we need explanations because you're right, it shouldn't happen. I, I hear you, but what halachic level are we talking about? Are there kulas? Are there mitzvah pruvu? Does that override this hasermi mecca? Okay, these are all questions that that all requires questions. So this is why, says Abaye, in the Resha, why we allow them to stay to stay married. Seifa, what about the case of Niskarsha? Seifa, here's what happened. And Tarvaihu The Edus that they're giving is on a couple that was married. The And it's one against two. So therefore. He is not believed, and therefore, uh, I'm sorry, therefore, yeah, it's one against two, and therefore, they have to get divorced. That's the answer of Abai. Rava doesn't agree. Two-thirds of the way down, two lines before the wide lines. Rava Amar Le'olam, 
Shrehu treininhu. I don't know why you're retranslating this as a one-person case. What did Rabbi Yochanan say? It was a case of two and two. Let's be a little bit more literal. Abaye says, Rabbi, it's a case of two and two. Vira'a, Rabbi Yochanan, Dvarav, Shorab Menachem, Abariyosi, Begerushin, Velo Rabbi Misa. He agreed, we saw this shita on the top of the page, we, he agreed to the shita of Rabbi Menachem, Bariyosi, in regards to Gerushin, Velo Misa. Meaning, Rabbi sees a fundamental difference between the two cases, one case of death and one case of Gerushin, my taima, Misa, When it comes to death, if death is overturned, then there is no hakhasha. The man walks into the room, he's like, hi, sweetheart. And she's like, no, 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 I hold he's dead. He's a haruk baba cheder, the guy standing right there. There's no hakhasha when it comes to someone who's alive. So therefore that case is totally different. However, when it comes to Gerushin, we can always find out later that it was Mizuyaf, it was a star Mizuyaf, it wasn't a kosher get, it didn't have the right date on it, it had the wrong girl's name on it, whatever the case is, we can, uh, we can fight that. And therefore the halachos are different. Answer, oh, so says the Gemara, really, a woman would be such a mechutzefes to say that their divorce happened or didn't happen? Would a woman be so brazen? Two lines into the wide lines. If a woman says about her husband that he divorced her, she's believed. Why? No one is that brazen. A woman would never do that. Could you imagine the case scenario where a woman says in public, oh yeah, we're divorced. He's like, what? We're not, we're not divorced. No woman would do that if it wasn't true. And the Gemara doesn't say this here, but is this connected? What is the reason for the Chazaka? Just chutzpah? So says the Gemara, hang on one second. When is it that we say that a woman is, um, is, not, is going to be brazen? But if she has Adim that will support her Shita, oh, she'll be as brazen as she can. She gets a Ksuba out of the deal. Yeah, somebody give me money. So if she's able to garner the strength of Adim, then she's willing to be made upon him. Says the Gemara, third possible answer. So we saw Abaye, who said, really, Rav Yochanan is talking about a case of one aid that's like two, and he made a distinction between the Reisha and Seifa. Rava gave the answer is that there's a difference between the Hakhasha by a mace, which is impossible if he shows up alive, and by Gerushin, which can be uh, overturned. And now we have the third answer, five lines from the bottom. If it happened right now. Misa Lake Livrura. This not this wasn't uh, the 21st century. Back in the day, if somebody died, it could have been weeks until you could verify that they actually died. They live in another city, but I got Adus or I just flew, you know, I just got off the boat, but I saw him get eaten by a shark. There's no way to verify that. So by that, Misa Lake Livrura, Gerushinika Livrura. So because we have the ability for Beirur, we can figure that out. We can do so. Show me your get. Show me, show me your get. What, show me the dead body that was eaten by a shark? Someone was recently killed by an alligator in Florida, pulled into the waters. So what, what are you going to do? We, it, it was like, these are like the case in your bumbles. We saw it. Maybe they swam to shore. Probably not, but maybe they swam to shore. Fine. Next, three lines from the bottom. Rabbanon. Shnaim omrim niskacha. Shnaim omrim lo niskacha. Two women, two adim say she is engaged which obviously limits her from other men. She doesn't have to get divorced by the Ebed, even though the Edom are tre-u-tre. We have two 
who say that she's divorced, and two who say that she's not divorced. She has to get divorced in those cases. Why the difference? Top of Chav Gimel, Amir Aleph. What is the difference between the first case where we were talking about her getting engaged. And there, Bidiyeved, we said that if she's married, lo teitze. And why is it that in the latter case of Niskarsha, that she has teitze, she has to get divorced, Bidiyeved. Maishna, Resha, Maishna, Seifa. So we have this, we have uh, we have two answers presented here. We're going to be stopping a little bit more than halfway down on Chav Gimel. But Aleph, let's learn Abaye's answer. Similar answer as to the previous conflict. Amar Abaye, Tirgama, Be'edechad. We need to explain this case and as as though really there was only one aid. In the beginning case that the brides have presented, one aide said she's engaged and one aide said she's not engaged. The aide is here was talking about a woman who just previously was a penuya. She was uh, single. And the person who is saying that she is Niskasha, he's only one person. Because both of them had a starting point that she was single. So therefore, when the one aide said she's engaged, he's going one against two. Seifa, what about the case of the Gerishin where we say, said that Bidiyeved, they need to get divorced? So how would Abaye explain? Really, both of them are saying that she's married. So Abai is saying, we have two witnesses that are agreeing that she certainly was married. That's her standing assumption. And only one witness is saying that she's actually divorced, and therefore they have to get, to, get divorced, even Bidi Yevet. Ravashi gives his answer. Um, Ravashi, Amar Le'olam, Trey, Trey, Ve'epoch. Really, it is two, Edim against two. However, Ve'epoch, we need to change the cases a little bit. What was the case? Shnayim Omrim, Re'inu Kacha. Two people said, not that she is engaged. We saw her get engaged. We watched the whole thing on the rooftop with the candles. She's engaged. Hushnayim Omrim, Lo Re'inu Kacha. Ha'rezu Lo Tinase. Be'im Nises, Teitse. She has to get divorced. Says the Gemara, of course she has to get divorced. What was the testimony of the second pair? We didn't see her get divorced? What kind of testimony is that? That just means you weren't in the room. But odds are she's married. Pshita says the Gemara, lo re'inuha enoraya. The fact that you didn't see something doesn't mean it didn't happen. You weren't in the room. They, they, were in, they got engaged downtown. You were on the north side of Chicago. How are you supposed to see that? Your testimony is a zero. Lo re'inuha enoraya. That's a terrible argument. Of course you have to get divorced because there's really only one Aegis. Your Aegis is, is an absence of vision. That's not, a, that's not Aegis. It says the Gemara, that's not what's going on here. Everybody lived in the same chatzer. So what's the claim now? Everybody has apartments that surround the courtyard. Where did this couple get engaged? In the middle of the courtyard. Aidim from the right side of the building said, we saw them get married. Aidim from the left side of the building said, I live in that same complex. 
but I didn't see them get married. What do we see from here? That some people get engaged privately. Not everybody gets engaged with fanfare. So that's very possible that you didn't see it. And maybe your, your testimony is Uriah. And that's why we uh, we have a suffix. That's why we have this machlokas in regards to the case of Niskadsha. And Bidyeved, she has to get divorced because maybe there was a mil- there's Kala Milsa here. Fine. Seifa, what about the second case of Niskarsha? So says the Gemara, in that case of Niskarsha, Two people are saying that they witnessed a divorce. So says the Gemara, what's the case over there? You didn't see her get divorced? Who cares what you didn't see? That's not Edus. So says the Gemara, what? My We've learned this already. So it can't be that the case of divorce of Lorraine is that they all lived in the same Daladamos. Says the Gemara, hold on one second. When it comes to Kedushin, some people avoid fanfare, private, they're getting engaged just with family around, fine. I could have argued that Inisa the Igrasha called Islamilsa. That had it been that they got divorced, really there is a call. In both cases, that it's possible for one to get engaged and divorced. That explains the distinctions that we saw in the Brisa, three lines from the bottom of Chavbez Madalif, where in regards to the case of doubt of Kiddushin, we said that if she gets married, she doesn't have to get divorced. And in the case of a divorce, that if she gets married, she does have to get divorced. We'll stop right here. We're going to pick up at the emissionises on Shabbos. Wishing you all a beautiful night. Sure.